How's it going, everybody? Andrew Zarian here, Wrestling Observer Live. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. on Saturdays with Jim Valley, and Sundays with moi. It's me. I'm here. We're going to talk about all things professional wrestling. A lot of news this week. You know, it's been nonstop. This has been a fun, fun ride. I keep talking about it. I think wrestling is super fun. I love talking about it. I love watching it. And it was another great week for wrestling, especially AEW. AEW had three really great shows. You know, I can't remember the last time we said that, which I'm not knocking them, but it was three really, really fun shows. We're going to talk about that. Also, WWE News. SmackDown is moving. Is this a win or a loss? We're going to break that down. You determine based on the facts. WWE also released a a, a plethora of talent from NXT, from the main roster. Some very surprising names, some not so surprising names. I think the last one surprised a lot of people, but we're going to break that down too. AW Collision results, also AW Grand Slam results. I was there. The Mat Men crew was there. Rich was there. We had a blast. Such a great show. Easy show for us. A couple minutes away from my house. Seven-minute train ride. I left a little early, and I got home, and the show was still on. Listen, don't knock me. I have work super early in the morning. I got to take my kids to school. I got to get up and go to work. I, I, I wish I could stay till midnight. Just almost impossible. Also, Wrestle Dream next weekend. It's been a pretty good build. They've told us what matches are happening. Look at that, right? We know what matches are happening. We have storylines. We have feuds. Has been a very strong two weeks for AEW. I think they are slowly getting back on track. But we're going to talk about this and a whole lot more when we come back. Wrestling Observer Live here on Sports Byline. Stay tuned. Wrestling Observer Live Sunday edition. I had a blast this week. Going to wrestling shows, watching wrestling. We're going to break that, break that down. We're going to talk about Collision. We're going to talk about Dynamite. We're going to talk about Rampage. We're also going to talk about Wrestle Dream coming up. But the big story here of the week, WWE SmackDown will be returning to the USA Network in a new TV rights deal. The deal inclu- also includes four primetime specials on NBC. Per CNBC, the deal has come out to an average of $287 million per year a total value of 1.4 billion dollars fox is not renewing them uh fox was not willing to spend that money but usa was nbc was and here's the interesting thing um i believe nick Khan had said that he had promised or said that he was looking to get a 1.5 x on the previous deal you know this is a pretty good deal but we don't know what smackdown what what raw and NXT are going to end up go- doing. This is only a great deal if they get it a, a ridiculous amount of money for those two shows. Which I, I expect they're going to get a nice amount of money. But does this mean that they are leaving USA? Also, the days are going to shift. Do you want to put your product on Fridays? SmackDown on Friday? It kind of messed up their schedule, didn't it, MG? By SmackDown moving to Fridays? It did. They had to change. They used to record um, SmackDown on Tuesday and then just post and then just uh, air it wherever they needed to. Or, or Thursdays. So Remember, they were doing different. Thursdays. Yeah, well, Thursdays. Yeah, but that was all. It was it was taped on Tuesdays. It always had been. 
and then they went live on Tuesdays and then the uh, Fox deal happened and they had to, but Fox paid for a live product. So that yeah. changed. That's when the schedule changed. Yeah. So it, it kind of affected the schedule. Friday's not the best night for TV. It's not the best night for wrestling. No. Well, from what I read, it, they're keeping it on Friday tentatively. Okay, maybe maybe so. it's conditioning, right? It, it only you're yeah. only as good as if your audience is conditioned. But now, you know, a lot of the rumors this week are circulating around Raw. Does Raw move? Do you take Raw off a of Monday, and, and do you, or do you move Raw to a streaming service? I know that they had that meeting with Amazon, and you know, if anybody's willing to lose money. And Linear is not willing to lose money as much as they were years past. Unless if you're the NFL or the NBA and you're a loss leader in that sense. And you have, you know, your, your whatever your sitcom is that follows that game and it gets a big number and you're able to sell ads on that and you're able to kind of make more money on that side. But the reality here is outside of, I mean, Fox attempted it. This was a loss leader for them. But you really didn't have a lead up. You had the 10 o'clock news in most markets. So it didn't really make sense for them. I think this is a positive for USA, obviously. For years, my, my relationship with USA, if you listen to the show or any of my other shows, you know that I, I know people on that side. And historically, and you don't need to be an insider, I'm using hand quotes here, to kind of see this. They, they have treated SmackDown as the A show, right? WWE, over the last couple of years, since the pandemic era ended, even before that, moving to Fox, you, you knew that that was becoming the A-show. It really is the A-show, right? Your main champion is on there. You, you, you've put all this emphasis on there. Even, yeah, you have Cody on Raw and you have Seth on Raw, but really the story is SmackDown. The USA Network, people at NBCU, they are very aware of this. And whenever I hear criticism... They all, the criticism is, how come they get more than we do? Now, I don't know how even that is, right? It, it's all perception, you, you know, especially if you're competing with another network for these ratings. And we all know that they do better on Fox because, hey, they're, they're network television. You're always going to do better on network TV. But the importance of that is more the Roman Reigns deal. If Roman's on the show, you're getting numbers. So USA is thrilled. Uh, I think WWE is happy also with this because now, you know, Hulu right now has the next day streaming rights, but that's expiring. That's expiring soon. So when this deal happens next year, do you move everything to Peacock? Right? Doesn't that make the most sense? Your SmackDown next day rights are on Peacock, your Raw, your NXT, your pay-per-views, everything is up over there. It's one unified place to get everything. One thing um, yeah. to think about too is... Um... You can bring the overrun back into play, being on USA of course. when needed. Yeah, you don't need to do it all the time, but yeah, now that or, comes back in. Or, it... or SmackDown will go three hours, which no, I do not want, that. and I'm no, not going to even suggest that. that. <laughs> you I'm just so did. sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I did, I, but I whispered it. That's the whole thing. They don't hear you if you whisper. That's how radio works. <laughs> only, it's like an ASMR. Only, only you hear me. The audience doesn't hear me. Our producers at Sports Pilot, okay. they have no idea what's happening right now. Just dead air. So, I, you know, I, this is the positive. All right, cool. We'll see what happens here. You know, Monday Night Raw had historical low numbers, which was expected. Yet, yet NFL the first the first week was a mega game, right? And a lot of people tuned out to see what happened to Aaron Rodgers. This week, 
I think you had two games this week, right? Yes, they they did two games, one like one an hour after the other. So yeah, there was a lot of people were and I think combined they had <laughs> combined raw. it was like almost like twenty million viewers or something obscene. I, I I don't have the number in front of me. So you know it's a lot of competition. And again, I say this all the time when it comes to linear television. You're not just competing with linear TV. You're not just competing with your genre of viewing. You're competing with TikTok. You're competing with YouTube. You're competing with Twitch. You're competing with podcasts. You're listening to this show right now. There could be something you could be watching. And there's so many of this. I'm not saying that my show is drawing a million people away from WWE or anything. You know, I'm just giving an example. But a couple thousand here, a couple thousand there starts making a difference. V- people viewing habits have changed. And, you know, I think the, I think the networks realize that. And, you know, this is why we, I expect there to be a tremendous deal for WBD and, and AEW. And I expect the same for WWE, wherever those other two shows land, whether it's USA or, or Amazon or something else. But the story here is going to be who is willing to lose some money? That's the game we're going to play here. And if I'm going to bet, if you're going with a streaming provider, I would say uh, the best bet would be an Amazon-type provider where they have this abundant amount of money and they will be able to use them as a loss leader for everything else that they do between Amazon Prime, their subscription services, products on the website. You know, sometimes, listen, it's not about a true assessment. Sometimes it's if you really want something, you just move that PNL around a little bit, right? And you say, well, look, yeah, we're spending this much money, but look at the trajectory of our sales. You can make those numbers work. So I'm, I'm very interested in this, man. This is a lot of fun for me. I like, I like this stuff. The other story on the, on the Endeavor side is the, that assessment they did of Vince. Did you see that, MG? Yeah. Um, I saw where, where they're allocating, like, his his uh shares up for sale if need be. I don't I don't know. You know, I I think a lot a lot of companies do this especially during a merger, you start doing risk assessment and obviously Vince is a polarizing person that has had uh, a troublesome two years legally. Uh you know, this is this is a, a a very standard thing to do, but obviously we know that Vince's days are are ending there. He's at the end of this, whatever whatever run he has in that company, in the Endeavor company. I don't think it's it expected like that he's was... going to be on that board for 10 years. He's 79 years right. old, 78 years old. How much longer will he be there? Sounds How much like longer will you want to be there? setting up a path. I'm sure it's setting up a path. For him to get him out, right? Yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure he's going to one day say, okay, I'm done too, or maybe never, maybe never. So I don't know. Very interesting here. Uh, I... I thought that SmackDown news was interesting. I thought SmackDown was a great show this week. They did a very good job with it. John Cena opened the show with AJ. Challenge, uh, they had a Bloodline uh, segment. So, listen, they're doing some interesting stuff. Also, releases came. We're going to break that down when we come back because there's a lot of releases here to go into. And some expected, some not so much. Uh... But the big story here is WWE returning to USA in a new TV rights deal. It's a five-year deal. Oh, the two four primetime specials. I will say this. I asked if these are Saturday Night's main events, and I was told I don't. they didn't say no. However, they did say they want these to be treated as if they're mini pay-per-views. I don't know what mini means. 
I'll have some more input on this when we come back. Wrestling Observer Live here on Sports Byline. We'll be right back after this. Wrestling Observer Live here on Sports Byline. I want to touch on this. I, I kind of sped through it, but I reached out to someone at, at NBCU about the news of those four specials. They will be. A, they are network specials. So these are on NBC proper, I guess. NBC Network. Uh, I, I asked like, these Saturday night's main events. And I don't think they knew what the name would be or, or recognize that because this is not a wrestling person. But I, they, they, they mentioned that these are going to be pay-per-view, mini pay-per-view level shows. So I have no idea what that means. Does that mean it's two hours? Does that mean it's three hours? Does that mean you're doing a three-hour uh, special with a whole bunch of matches? Are you doing two hours with very high-level match? I don't know. So we'll see. I'm very curious about that. I'll have some more information in the coming days or possibly week on that. Also, they released a bunch of guys on Thursday. Guys and girls. Dabakato, Shanky, Emma. Madcap Moss, Top Dollar, Aaliyah, Rick Boogs, Elias. I wonder if his brother's still hired. Ezekiel, Shelton Benjamin, Dolph Ziggler, and Mustafa Ali. These were Friday releases. Uh, oh, also, uh, Mace and Mansoor. Okay. Dana Brooke, also. Main roster. The Mustafa Ali one, he had requested a release and wasn't given it. I could see Shanky. I could see Dabakato. Emma, they did not much with. Madcap Moss, they didn't find anything for him. Top Dollar, this is the second time he's released. He had been brought back, and now he's released. Aaliyah. Rick Boogs was getting a little push. Elias, I, I found interesting. You know, like, this is a guy that his gimmick was over. People were into it. They changed his character, and then they brought the old one back. It just didn't work. Shelton Benjamin has been there forever. Uh, I'd love to see him as a coach somewhere, training people. And Dolph Ziggler. I thought he came with the building. <laughs> I thought he was part of that purchase. Very interesting to see Dolph. Maybe Dolph wants to go venture into other things. You know, he's messed around with acting and comedy. I could definitely see that. So, mm. anybody. And then here's the Friday one. Matt Riddle. Matt is interesting. If I were to say if any company would need to pick up some, some guy from here, I would say Matt Riddle would be the guy. However, the personal stuff has been a little much. And, you know, I don't know if this is a reflection. This release is a reflection of what happened at JFK a week ago where he accused a TSA agent of sexual assault. Um... I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I don't know if his past personal issues have anything to do with it. But, you know, listen, I, I Dana's not a fan of his. We know that. And now this company's merged with, you know, UFC, essentially. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Listen, I, I think he is a, a remarkable, remarkable professional wrestler. He has that it that people need. We have said this for years. I used to see him in Evolve. I think I saw like his under 100th match. I saw, I saw like his 40th match. I saw like under 100th match. Uh, this guy was remarkable. I mean, a as a rookie, when he went into pro wrestling, he, he picked it up faster than anybody. I mean, people are comparing him to Kurt Angle at the level that he picked it up. If he could get his personal st stuff settled, 
there is not a company in the in pro wrestling that would not want him. So I hope the best for everybody that's released here, especially from the main roster. Quincy Elliott, uh, you had Leon, you had Alexis Gray, Daniel MacArthur, Brooklyn Barlow, you had a bunch of other people also. One thing about Riddle, real quick, yeah, is the potential of not UFC but other MMA promotions like uh, PFL. I could see them uh, reaching out to him maybe for a couple uh, fights because I don't know. Does he, he want to get punched in the face? Probably, I'm sure he can. I, that's a good question, but that that's been his life. I could see him willing to do it for a few fights, get some more cash. I'm sure get more bankroll. Yeah. So I I, I hope the I mean, best for him. Let's go into Dynamite. Dynamite was awesome. Uh, taking place in Queens, New York, Flushing Meadow Park, Arthur Ashe Stadium. There was about 11,000 people in that building. They had a new set. Did you notice that? I saw no one else talking about that. That set That's was custom. Set. That's a new <laughs> set. I don't know if they're going to use it for all dynamites, but that was a new custom set that they had. It looked great. They had that ramp. That was the first time that they the used LED the ramp. That, the LED skirt right. on the on the front. Yep, that was the first time they used that LED front panel. Uh, obviously, it'll it'll make it quicker when they're changing the dressing between Rampage and Dynamite. But I thought I thought it looked great. That building looked fantastic. Um, that crowd ate up everything, and it was a very good show. Very very good show. Listen, this is a company on a new trajectory. Right? This is the post-punk era for them. They need to hit that reset button. They need to realign. And, and if you're looking at this product the last two weeks, it seems like they are realigning. I, and I'm not saying that because, you know, I enjoy the product. I'm saying that because of what I'm seeing on TV. The last month or so, how I've been very critical of the product. I think their pay-per-views are fantastic. I thought All In was great. I thought All Out was even better. And that was a show they needed to put on post-punk. And they've been they've been building. They've been doing a good job. And I have to say, Dynam Ram Dynamite was great. They told stories that worked. Rampage. When is the last time you watched the Rampage? I watched it. Did you? I did. There you go. They did something unique. They did a two-hour rampage with some really big matches. This is what this company built on. This is, this is why people tuned in. This is why they almost had a million viewers this week. Because they put on something that people were intrigued in watching. I'm not as worried as people were, to be honest here. I'm not uh, that, that I don't have that worry as far as, you know, What's going to happen to their TV? I think they went back to basics here. And I was talking to somebody over there during the show. And that's what I told him. I'm like, listen, it looks like you guys are going back to basics. And the answer was, yup. What made this company really good? Show starts off. Eddie Kingston, Claudio. Fantastic match for the Ring of Honor title. Cla uh, Eddie wins in New York. Big moment. It was title for title. Title for title. I think everybody kind of knew that. The new Japan they did a great job. Changing. You had, and I'm, I'm skimming through this because I don't want to. I, I want to go into everything else. You had that that really funny uh, uh, Roderick Strong segment in the hospital. Great. You had Christian Cage uh, issuing a, a triple threat. 
Sammy and Jericho was really good with that turn at the end. Great job at that storytelling. MJF and Adam Cole, that segment was good. Ray Phoenix, John Moxley, crazy, brutal match. John got hurt, unfortunately, in the beginning. I've never seen a I've never seen a building get so quiet so fast when John didn't get up. Very alarming. But you know what? The guy he 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 was still working to some extent, and that's unbelievable. You had Soraya Tony Storm and you had MJF Samoa Joe. Great match, right? Boom, 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 boom. Two hours nonstop. Rampage. I can't tell you the last time we spoke about Rampage on this show. I really can't. Maybe you guys can. Sting, Darby, Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, big time match, right? You got Sting on TV. You got the Gates of Agony and Brian Cage for the Ring of Honor six-man titles. Now, I found this interesting. Young Bucks and Adam Adam Page win those titles. It felt like they went back. You know, the elite are in key positions. Uh, You're building young talent again. Orange Cassidy hooked Chris. Against Angela Parker, Matt Bernard, and Anna Jay. Great opener for that show. The acclaimed with Daddy S defend the AEW Trios titles against the Dark Order. Kingdom versus the Hardys versus the Righteous versus the Best Friends for a shot at the ROH tag team titles at Wrestle Dream. Mike Santana wrestled. Julia Hart and Blue Sky. You know, they're building these people. This when is we get to Collision... We can talk about Julia Hart, but they're you're right. They're definitely right? doing something with different Julia's, people. Yeah. Julia's standing out. Um, I think Mike Santana's going to be in, uh, and I'm into that. Santana and Ortiz being in a program to, together. All right, that's a natural storyline. That makes a lot of sense. Because I do want to spend time on Collision, because Collision was very telling. Right? I thought they, again, they got their identity back. They had one week or two weeks of it, everything was blended, and now you're kind of seeing their identity getting built here. But listen, I mean, this is the reality. You need to do captivating television to keep eyeballs. This is the story of today's show. You are competing with everybody. They're not just competing with college football on Saturdays and WWE and everybody else. You're competing with everything. And if you don't do something interesting, People are going to tune out. People's attention spans are terrible, (laughs) including mine. So, you know, I mean, you're looking at this and you're saying to yourself, okay, so what's next for them? What do they have to do? How do they keep the momentum? I think the monthly pay-per-views are going to keep something, keep a lot of that momentum. It's it's not going to be out of sight, out of mind. You know, there are a ton of people that only tune in for those pay-per-views. I talk to those people. They contact me. The same goes for WWE. It's not just an AEW thing. They only watch pay-per-view. They watch a week before a pay-per-view, and they watch a week after the pay-per-view, and the rest of the time, what do they need to watch for? And I understand that. Casual viewing is what drives your numbers. They sell a lot of merch. So by adding another pay-per-view every single month, I think that's a positive. We'll talk about that after the break. Also, we're going to break down Collision. Because I very much like this. Danielson is the greatest of all time. I don't care what anybody says. Better than the rest. Better than everybody. We're going to talk about that. I also want to talk about what's in store for the new year. 
because that's going to be, you know, 2024 is, is going to be a pivotal year for both of these companies with possibly Dwayne coming in. Wrestling Observer Live will be right back right after this on Sports Byline. Stay tuned. Wrestling Observer Live here on Sports Byline. We're talking about monthly AEW pay-per-views, right? I saw, you know, it was interesting because a lot of people were critical of this. Now, if it's a financial thing, I totally understand. It, it's, it's, it's hard to justify $50 a month every month, right? It, we're not conditioned that way anymore with wrestling. Boxing, yes. UFC, yes, obviously. WWE changed that when they went to the WWE Network. They changed that whole model for the good. I think it's great. $9 a month, you get all this stuff. You get Peacock and whatever. For AEW, though, it's a fascinating decision to make. These are financial monsters for them, these pay-per-views. You know, 50 bucks at 100,000 buys, that's a lot of money every month. Obviously, you're doing a rev split with your partners. Maybe it's a 60-40, maybe it's a 50-50, but it's still a lot of money. The, 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 it, the criticism has been, we don't need monthly pay-per-views. But here's the reality. Since May, you have had monthly pay-per-views. Right? You had, you had, new, you had uh, Revolution, right? That's the first one for the year. You had Double or Nothing in May. You had Forbidden Door in June. You had Ring of Honor. No, you had another Ring of Honor, right? What was what was April of Ring of Honor? Right, let's it add was those. whatever WrestleMania whatever was. weekend. Yeah, so yeah. you had you had one, two, you had three before. Okay, May, Double or Nothing, June, Forbidden Door, July, Death Before Dishonor, August, All In, September, All Out, October, Wrestle Dream, Full Gear. In November, and then this December pay-per-view that may or may not be on a Friday. That's a lot of shows. Whether you know it or not, you have paid for a lot of wrestling from AEW. I'm not saying most of you guys bought those Ring of Honor shows, but a lot of you did. So, I mean, listen, you, you kind of are conditioned to buy at least eight of them, right? But I get it. 12, 12 is a lot. So I don't, I don't see this. And again, this is just my assumption, right? I don't have any insight on the pricing, but I do, I do have insight. They are going to max. That is happening. That is happening in 2024 for sure. Maybe the December pay-per-views on max. And that's a real possibility because I'm looking at, I'm looking at Johan promotions. Johan is the pay-per-view provider for venues. Okay. And the last AEW pay-per-view they have listed is Full Gear. Obviously, that's because that's the last one that was announced. I don't, you know, th this, this will be telling how they're doing this with the pay-per-view providers, whether or not it's just a network special or not, whether, you know, I, I don't see anything there, but they, that's going to be very telling when they put that pay-per-view on their website. I think it's great. I will. I, Listen, I like the AW product. If they if they keep the standard of wrestling where it has been, I don't see a complaint here. We had a great collision. 
I liked it. AWTNT triple threat, triple title threat match. Is that is that how you wrote it? A triple title. I didn't write match. it like that. Who wrote it? I literally like that? just copied that. Who? Where'd you mm-hmm. copy that from? Mm-hmm. It was a triple um, threat uh, match for the title. A certain website we may or may not be affiliated with. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Cage defeated Luchasaurus and Darby Allen to win the title. Luchasaurus finally got to hold the belt, which led to the finish. Um, you know, unique storytelling here. Christian's always held that belt, and now he now he won the title and he has it on him. So this this program between Christian and Luchasaurus <laughs> is going to continue. Uh, I think we all knew where that was going, right? Of course. <laughs> it just yeah. That way. yeah, it just looked that way. <laughs> Don Callis answers Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho's challenge for the for a six-man match at WrestleDream. It's going to be Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, and Ibushi versus Takeshita. Uh, who is it? It's Takeshita. It's Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay, and it's Sammy. And Sammy Guevara. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Mm. Great match. Hook and Rob Van Dam defeated Matt Menard and Angelo Parker with Anna Jay and Jake Hager on the side. Rob is great. I want more of Rob on TV. Uh, I'm curious whether if they're going anywhere with this or these are just random one-off matches for Rob. He looks good in the ring. 50-something years old. The dude is doing good. Him and Hook in an FTW match. Can you imagine Rob Van Dam winning the FTW title? Full circle. Full circle. ECW still alive. Look at this. Look what I'm wearing today. There it is. Look at that. Got my ECW hat on. Julia Hart defeated Kiara Hogan. See, Julia Hart is getting a big push here. She's spooky. They're yeah. They finally they finally announced or finally are recognizing her like win streak because a lot of that goes back to the evolution or uh the the poisoning. Whatever the YouTube show was. Yeah, whatever yeah. the YouTube uh Oh, the, I thought you meant the evolution were. of her poisoning after getting misted in the face. Well, you could go that way, too. Yeah. But, yeah, but she's been uh, elevation. On yeah. Elevation uh, in Dark, she was featured a lot winning matches, but they never made TV, and now they're kind of going back and telling that story. Yeah. And I loved the story with her and um, uh, how Brody King is her second when she goes out to the ring, and it, it looks more menacing it with does, him out yeah. there. Yeah. Because he's so much bigger than the women. <laughs> this was awesome. Jay White, Andrade. Dude, these guys had a great match. Andrade's so good. Jay White is fantastic. Andrade's so good. They told a great story here. It was a fantastic match. Jay White got the win, but is this leading to, I don't know, maybe Roosh coming in, maybe maybe Andrade aligning himself with some people. You know, they they pivoted, and I don't know why. He was in a feud with the House of Black, wasn't he? They kind of ended that though when he got his mask back. That was kind of the end. But of he it. did. Did he wrestle so, yeah. Malachi? Did he have the singles with Malachi? I don't no. remember. He might have. Did he? You might be right. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. You he know. I, right. I felt that they were working something there, and then it just like stopped, and he pivoted to this Bullet Club feud. But I mean, this would be a great way to bring in you know Roosh back and and do something here. Uh, I want to see more Andrade. I want to see Andrade in top matches. This is something I've said for for a while now. He's such a great hand. You also had that interesting uh, Ru- uh, Rusa, Miro segment with Lana, with CJ, where Rusev doesn't want her there. 
Miro doesn't want her there. And CJ is there to because it, it gives her excitement. She's bored. She she loves doing this. So she's going to represent people. And she asked, he said, listen, just if you love me, you're not going to attack anybody I'm representing. And Miro walks away. So who will she represent? All right. You know what? That's a story. I'm getting behind it. Okay, cool. AW World Tag Team title match. FTR defeated the work horsemen, Anthony Henry and J.D. Drake to retain. This led to a uh, Aussie Open coming into the ring and talking. You know, they, cut a, they had a in-ring segment. And the main event, Texas Deathmatch. Brian Danielson defeated Ricky Starks. What did you think of this, MJ? Oh, I loved it. It was a lot of, um, it, it was a little bit different of a style from Danielson. It was more, it was more of a brawl than it was technical wrestling. I obviously in that t- style of match, but yeah, I, I liked it again. He, they, he can't tell a bad story. It's just impossible for him. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was great. I thought they did a very good job. Uh, I, I, I would like to see, you know, Danielson with this title in this company at one point. I really would. I don't know if he's, I just don't know if he really is necessarily cares to have it. I just think he loves going out there and doing what he's doing. Mm, yeah, I mean, but I want to say, no. I don't care what Danielson wants. I, I, I'm talking <laughs> about my needs right now. Okay. Okay. Fair. My needs. Mm-hmm. I would like, I would like, I would like to, to address my needs. I, I would love to see it. So here's a card for Russell Drake. Brian Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr. A-plus match. Hangman Page, Swerve Strickland. They're doing the uh, contract signing on, and this was really well done. You know, so during the match when the Elite won the, 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 the six-man titles, right? Because they're not called trios there. The six-man title, the Ring of Honor six-man titles. Swerve came to the ring. And they had a nice little face-to-face there. Uh, Hangman being in that position, being treated like a main act, great. That's what you needed to do. AW Tag Team Championships. FTR defends against Aussie Open. ROH Tag Team Champions. Adam Cole and MJF defend against the Righteous. I wonder if they do something to take the titles off of them to give it to the Righteous. Because they've been on TV a lot, right? Vincent and Dutch have been on TV a ton the last couple weeks. So maybe this is how you pull the title. There's some shenanigans, and it causes a feud between Adam Cole and MJF, and then they they start, you know, fighting or something. Because that story's not over, that side of that story. NJPW Strong, ROH World Champion Eddie Kingston defends both titles against ROH Pure Champion Shibata. So is is Shibata defending his title too? Is Shibata defending (laughs) his title? No, he's not. He's not. No, he's not. It's just both both Eddie's titles. TNT champion Christian Cage defends against Darby Allen in a two out of three pinfalls match. TBS champion Chris Statlander. That was for Lance, by the way, the way I said it. Statlander. I know Lance is going to listen and text me right at, right when he hears this. He's going to call me an idiot, and I'm going to be totally fine with it. Defense against Julia Hart. Okay, cool. Julia's getting more of a push. And Will Ospreay, Takeshita, and Sammy Guevara. Versus Chris Jericho, Kota Bushi, and Kenny Omega. Freaking great. So this is next Sunday. So unfortunately, we're not going to be able to talk about the results here, but we'll do a little preview next week. 
after you know discussing everything that happened on Saturday and everything that happened on 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 Wednesday that leads up to this. But this is a fun card, dude, and it came out of nowhere, really. Here was something interesting, okay? So that video package for this pay per view, we have a minute here, so we're going to talk about it. That video package where Tony's doing the VO, the voiceover for. At the end of it, he he says something, and I'm filling in the blanks here. I don't have the exact verbiage, but he says something like, you know, that night we're going to end one chapter, and then it's going to start a new one for AEW. I thought that was interesting. What does that mean? Are you, what chapter are you talking about? The pay-per-view chapter? <laughs> are you, are you thinking, you know, is this that chapter? Are you talking about because this is like an Anoki memorial show? It, it's leading into a new era of AEW once you do the Cypher show. I don't know, but I thought that was very interesting. I thought Tony doing a voiceover was fascinating because he doesn't really do that too often. I thought this was a very well-built card. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches so far. Maybe they'll announce a couple more here. But exciting, great show. And that, that building will look full. They'll have about 9,000 people in that building. I'm curious. Let's see what happens here. I'd love to hear your thoughts, too. When we come back, we're going to wrap up the show. And a couple more things here. Wrestling Observer Live here on Sports Byline. We'll be back right after this. Wrestling Observer Live, Sports Byline. Final few minutes of the show here. Hey, guys, do me a favor. Follow me on Twitter, at Andrew Zarian. I also do a bunch of other stuff. On the Wrestling Observer website, obviously, I host this show. I break some news every now and then. You get a couple scoops from me every now and then. I also do a show with Garrett Gonzalez on Tuesdays following Wrestling Observer Live. We're live, pal, where we break down the top stories of the week. And I also do a, a chaotic, insane, fun show called Matt Men on Fridays on the Matt Men Podcast YouTube channel. Is that a good description? That show is nuts, right? Not like any other professional wrestling podcast out there. It's become more of a morning zoo show than it's become. It's become... <laughs> It's become a Howard Stern morning zoo-esque insane uh, 10.30 a.m. live show, uh, and, I, and I wouldn't change it, but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Guys, you know, this is talking about a lot of fun. We got a lot of wrestling coming up. The year's not ending, but the other thing here is that we are entering Royal Rumble season, and a lot of decisions need to be made here for WrestleMania. Obviously, Cody is one Major topic of discussion, is this the year where he wins that title at WrestleMania? Or does that match belong to Dwayne? The Rock on that Pat McAfee show made it very clear that that match was happening. And I, I, it was happening. For whatever reason, they decided to pull the, pull the plug on that and didn't work out. But it was happening. So now the big question, what happens with Cody if that match does happen? You just put the other title on them. These are all great questions. This is all fun to speculate. This is when it gets busy. This is when we all start talking about this stuff. So I want you guys to talk to me about this. We'll be back next week on Wrestling Observer Live here on Sports Byline. See you next time. Take care.